We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. R.J. Barrett ahead. Here's Obi Toppin. Look out! Oh-ho! A Christmas Day gift Merry for Christmas. the legs! Merry Christmas to the Knicks fans. Okay, Obi Toppin. Take him to the upper room, baby. I think he's just trying to show hey, off hey, in front of you, Vince. Okay. I'm okay with it. I will give him a salute for that one. Hello and welcome to the KFS postgame show. Um, Merry Christmas to all of you celebrating today. Uh, we got a W, a much needed W. I don't care who was on the Hawks today, who wasn't on the Hawks today. A Knicks victory has not been guaranteed, especially against decimated teams, as we saw on Thursday. So I will take it uh, definitely in the holiday spirit. I'll take it uh, where to start with this one. Man, um, as I always do, probably unnecessarily at this point. But if you're looking for Mr. Jonathan Macri, he is not here. Um, I am your producer, the one that's usually moderating the comments here at Nick's Film School, Mr. Andrew Claudio. And I'm excited to be here. I'm now 3-0. and Oh, no, wait, the Nuggets game was a loss. So unfortunately, all the fill-ins are not three, are not undefeated just yet. But I'm excited to be here today. And someone else that is very excited to be here, um, Mr. Kemba Walker, who has come back with a vengeance. And I, I don't really know how to talk about it without also talking about how we got here. But I think I think the best thing I could say about Kemba right now, and look, if you want to use him coming back into the lineup as a way to take a shot at Tibbs, I, I I wouldn't. I would actually look at more context. The Knicks needed to try and jumpstart the starting lineup in some way. And the guy with only one more year on his contract, making $9 million, that there were other options available at his position, it made sense to try. Um, I would rather look at the positives and that it's not just that Kemba's come back. It's that it seems as if they've, and I'll let John and Jeremy break this down tomorrow a little more, but it seems as if they've somewhat figured out the starting five. And if they run it, not just all through Julius where Kemba has to play off ball, but they take turns running it through the point guard and then sometimes through Julius and it's an actual balanced starting five, then you can have Fournier and RJ and all these other shooters play off of them. And even if you want to stagger them as well, while Derek Rose is out, you know, you can actually have something that works. But Kemba Walker follows up his 44 point game with a triple double. You'll take that all day. Um, And then Julius Randle. Look, um, as I mentioned at the top, I read all the comments. I know how everybody feels about Julius Randle. I know how much everybody wants him gone, wants him traded, wants him. I, I he was compared to one of the uh, insurrectionists in the last chat, which I just want to refute that. Now you can say he's bad at basketball. Please don't call him someone that is like a traitor to the country. The guy's actually like a really good dude, and it's been really frustrating for me as somebody who bought in to Julius Randle that. You know, to see people turn on him so transactionally like this, but I get it. And you see Julius Randle look like this, and you could say it's the braids, you could say it's national television is why. I actually think 
they fit really well together today. I think he he didn't force too much. Down the stretch in the fourth, there were some things I didn't like. I'm going to chuck that up to the fact that he's playing in a blowout in the fourth quarter of of the game and may have been a little, little tired. I would also add Kemba didn't have some good possessions down the stretch. But having saying all of having said all of that, I like what we saw from Julius Randle today. I like um, I think he finished with 25, yeah, 25 points on 12 rebounds, um, 15 shots, and even more importantly, six of nine from three. And I want to say only one or two of the shots that we saw today was those forced isolation shots. And look, if he's also going to start hitting these long twos, I'll take it. Um, but yeah, an overall good game by who I think maybe these two, if Kemba and Julius could work like this going forward, like Thursday's game, notwithstanding that was as much as we want to put it on Julius or Tibbs or whoever, Evan Fortier going two of 14 or whatever he was is why they lost the game the other night. Um, if you want to now look at today where Fournier is a little bit more of a contributor and you have your guys back and yes, the Hawks were shorthanded as well. Um, I like Ursan. They changed the bing bong. Um, uh, they got rid of Bing Bong, so that also may help a little bit. Um, but yeah, an overall good Christmas day, and hopefully they can build on this and and beat on these bad teams, and we'll see what happens. Uh, I want to get to the Super Chat. I'm going to stick around for at least half an hour today, guys. And then if you guys still want to hang out, we can. If you want to get back to your families, you can. If you want to talk other things, non-Knicks related, we can. Uh, but we'll hang out for a little bit here on Christmas Day. Um, Dan Hidalgo with our first Super Chat. Uh, the one thing the Knicks cannot do, in all caps, this season is trade Quentin Grimes. I buried the lead. He's also got to get some com- some uh, props for today. You would never get fair value back. Merry Christmas, KFS. So Quentin Grimes today was 5 of 12 from 3. He took 14 shots. 12 of them were three-pointers. Emmett, 15 points. The thing I noticed more than that, and this is this might lead to some, some takes on the old Twitter machine because I know we like to jump to absolutes here, but not only did Quentin Grimes have that production, but he played one less minute than RJ Barrett. Now, RJ's coming back from, from quarantining for two weeks. So is Quentin Grimes, though, so I don't know if that's really an excuse. And Quentin Grimes is actually making his shot. RJ Barrett, four of 15, one of eight from three. Look, I don't, I don't want to say because Grimes is doing well, that's now an indictment on RJ. What's going to be interesting to see is the leash is no longer as long as it used to be with RJ, that he can struggle a bit, but he's a third overall pick. He's able to shoot through his, his slumps and, you know, we don't have any, many other backup options. So, he can turn himself into a 40% three-point shooter. Got a guy like Grimes out there that's going to shoot like this and play consistent defense. Tibbs is going to fall in love with that. And you wonder what happens to RJ. Like John's been saying to put Grimes in the starting five. They'd love to see him like that. Clearly that one game before he went into protocols that Grimes had was an eye-opening for Tibbs and might have played himself into the rotation too. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a big Quentin Grimes guy. I don't think he's part of... I don't think this team's looking at him as an asset in a trade. I think they're looking at him as part of the solution here, which I, I think you can you can count on this team to look for solutions rather than, you know, blowing it up anytime soon. Harry Donard, as always, his comment is Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Harry. A, a constant staple here at Nick's Film School and here in the Super Chat. We appreciate you and everybody else that contributes, um, whether it be Super Chat or non or regular chat. Um, I'll also look through. Uh, Drew PIC, chemistry looks better. Kemba and Randley, Randall finally played good together. Yes, the, my comment at the top, I don't think this is... I'd like to see it going forward, like do this for a week and a half, but they clearly look like they've figured something out, which... You know, maybe restructuring the what happened last year and then the offense going forward was necessary. And maybe, I mean, look, Tibbs is going to do what's going to win. So maybe this is what they do going forward. Um, Hannibal Miles, what a win, what a win. Happy for Kemba. Please let this be the beginning of a Julius turnaround. Plays much better when he's not in his head. Fournier's decision-making SMH. Evan Fournier is... 
so very frustrating because he'll have the game like he did on Thursday. He'll have like a full quarters where he looks garbage during games. And then for two minutes, we'll look like the most unstoppable shooter that basketball has ever created and almost justifies like giving him that contract. Like Evan Fortier, I felt like I was shaking my head at him more than anything, more than any positive things he did today. And the stat line is 15 points, six of 12 from the field and three of six from three in 31 minutes, like an overall productive stat line. So the results are there, you know, um, Similar to RJ in that there are now options if Fournier is struggling. I think you'll see Grimes and like you saw during the beginning of the season when Fournier was sitting all these fourth quarters that they were they were going to take sit him if he's not he doesn't have it. I wonder if when everybody's back, Tibbs goes to that more often. Are we going to see more? zero minute fourth quarters for Fournier if he doesn't have it, which is a luxury you can afford when you have a Grimes or a Burks or even a quickly you can go to in his place. Um, thank you for that comment, Hannibal. Kevin Danischewski. Yo, I yo, you an apology, man. Grimes looks incredible. Probably does deserve to be in the rotation. He's not deserving over the guys that you've said they should bench, but You've been on this horse, man. Good job. Um, Austin W., but honestly, still a little frustrated. Kevin, it's Christmas. And they just won. Why are you frustrated? Uh, I know we hit threes, but I still wasn't very impressed with Julius. Still very... Uh, we watch a different game, buddy. Still very indecisive. And why does the OB only get 14 minutes? However, Grimes is awesome. Kemba. They won. <laughs> Kevin, they won. I, I thought Obi played fine in the minutes that he 13 points in 14 minutes. Julius also was not a net negative when he was on the floor today. When he was on, they were actually doing well. So I I love you, Kev. I would like you to enjoy today's win. Don't look at the negative. If he has a struggle, if he struggles in the next game and Obi only plays seven minutes, then fine. This is not the day to have that reaction. So love you, dude. Thank you for your contribution. Uh, Zach Pocorny. I think I got that right. I've, we've DM'd before about your last name. I hope I got it right this time. Um, oh, John's here. Hold on. I mm, Hold on. The thing that the thing where the chat scrolls down on John, it did it to me this time. Zach Picorni, I'm a big fan of Christmas Julius. I too am a big fan of Christmas Julius. I hope he continues to be regular. Uh, coach to be Christmas Julius during regular games as well. Um, CT Pittman, happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, buddy. Thank you for your contribution. Must be the hair. I emoji, I emoji, I emoji. So let's rank what it possibly could be for Julius Randall's success. Um, so <laughs> I see John's comment. So is it the braids that made Julius Randall good? Is it national TV? Is it that all-star voting happened? And when Julius Randall is up for all-star, he looks incredible. So there's those three options. You rank them. One, two, three. There's your three stars, John. All three versions of Julius Randall. Uh, Wixel Metellus, Kemba making history. Big game by Randall. Grimes getting Meaningful minutes and Obi Dunk is the bow on top. What a Christmas gift for Knicks fans. Um, I 100% agree. I, I was glad that they, they made it a little stressful in the second quarter when the Hawks cut the lead down. But you like to see, and this is again where, where Kemba and Julius figuring out how to play together and it's more of a balanced approach where like half the plays are through Julius and half the plays are through Kemba actually widened the lead. And it's not just everybody standing around and wait for Julius to do something. They were actually able to build on a lead in the third quarter, which I was afraid was going to go the other way. I thought we were headed for the Hawks shooting lights out in the fourth quarter, in the third quarter. And all of a sudden, no, it's a four-point game going forward. <laughs> John. Okay. John just texted me. Be nice to, and this is how you do it, John. You read the text and they'll just reference it. Be nice to the paying customers. How dare you yell at them? I was playful with Kevin Danishevsky. He knows he's my boy. I would just like him for his own benefit to be happy on this Christmas and not still upset at a 14 point victory in which Julius had 25 points on 15 shots and hit the over on rebounds, which helped me in prize picks. Um, speaking of John Macri, at Nick's Film School, super chat comment. 
So who should my stars of the game on Monday be? Feeling Tyler Hall. Um, man, so who are... So let's go in order. Three stars has to be Kemba. Two stars has to be Julius. One star has to be Grimes. There, you're welcome, John. I, I, I think Tyler Hall would get half a star just for looking, you know, dapper in that outfit. Um, I see the comment right above. How good was Hawkeye? Um, I happen to like Hawkeye. I like that. I think Disney has, uh, I think Marvel has been hit or miss on some of their shows. And this is a hit. I think I have two others that I like more, but I'll, I'll save all non Nick's talk for the end. Um, oh, sorry, Leslie V no Mac today. I apologize. Um, Dom Cappuccini. Um, Oh, John even commented to that. Hold on. Now I'm my ADD is kicking in. Dom Cappuccini. Merry Nixmas to all. Now let's play. Like this on non-national games, please. LOL. Yes, I agree. I, or just NBA. You're about to have no teams because of health and safety protocols. Make all the games just Knicks games. We will apparently show up to all of them. Uh, and what's John's comment? Um, oh, so at Knicks Film School. Okay. See, now I get why this happens. So I apologize, everybody, that I'm here and you don't get the lovely face and the lovely voice of Mr. John Macri, but we'll be okay. Um, pro, ah, it jumped. John, I officially feel empathy for you because it's doing the same thing I did. it does to me. All right. The super chat jumped down on me. Prototype NC. Didn't it used to be NYC? Have we been saying it wrong this entire time? Anyway, prototype NC. Thank you for your contribution. Number one, Julius should never play, let alone leave his house without his braids. I agree. Next time we see an Instagram post with him and Kaiden and he doesn't have braids, we alert the authorities. Um, number two, Grimes is our corner specialist, which again, might mean something for RJ. That's not what he said. That's what I'm adding on to that. Number three, Kemba with the triple-double. You love to see it. And then number four, Merry Christmas to the podcast. Yes, to the podcast, to the YouTube channel, to the Patreon, to the playback, to... Are, are you only wishing the podcast a Merry Christmas? Which if so, people watching, no, he's not wishing you a Merry Christmas. Just those of you listening later on, Merry Christmas. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Emil Beaumontsor. It felt weird when Randall was complimenting Kemba today. I'm not saying it's not genuine, but it felt weird after everything that happened. What a game. So, 
the one thing we've never heard is a riff between like Kemba and the players. Like there's that one instance of Kevin, uh, Kevin of Randall and Evan, um, Evan Fournier, like yelling at each other going into the half. They're clearly trying to figure out how it works best for both of them. But we've never once had like, oh, there's a disruption in the locker room. I think Kemba, as anybody would be, was frustrated that he was the one that got sacrificed in order to get Julius going. But I don't know. I, I think Kemba's a beloved teammate. That's the number one reason why everybody's rushed to his rescue in the league when he got benched. And it was like, why are you benching Kemba Walker when Julius Randle's shooting 20-something percent from three? Like, what? Why is he the culprit here? Why is he the scapegoat? So I actually think that they've been on good terms. And now because they're succeeding, look, you're always having fun when you're winning. That's usually the best time to be a teammate. Remember how much we loved the chemistry on this team last year? And then, you know, it it was able to overcome a lot more going throughout the season. So, um, yeah, I, I... I don't think there was ever a, a rift between Julius and Kemba. I think it was always like the Knicks through 72 games last year worked a certain way. They tried to replicate that way for 25 to 30 games this year. Julius wasn't that guy anymore, at least hasn't been that guy anymore. And that is going to be a reason that it's going to be a little frustrating for us to watch. But then you have to shift how that way is then going to work. And hopefully, this thing where Kemba and Julius have a balanced attack is the new way it's going to work, but we'll see. Um, thank you for your contribution, Emil, as always. Greg, film stuff. This game makes me makes the Kemba benching look really bad. Kemba and Randall could have developed the chemistry we saw a lot earlier than this game because of Grimes, Fournier, and Burks. Because of Grimes, Fournier, and Burks could get traded. Um... So I think what you're saying is that because of Grimes, Fournier, and Burks, Kemba could get traded. Correct me if I'm I'm wrong. Um, yes, I see G Fosh. Shout out to Christmas Claudio. Um, I, I mean, it does have Tibbs does have egg on his face a little bit for benching him. I sit here with the comments, guys. I moderate these things after every game. All of you wanted Kemba benched. All of you wanted Kemba cut. So many of you went quickly in the starting five. We applauded the Burks insertion into the starting five. The first time that I saw this is our new starting five was after the first Hawks game when Kemba sat. So let's not Monday morning quarterback this decision. It was everybody was on board it on uh, for it at the time. So while it looks bad in hindsight, again, for for Tibbs, for like 90% of his coaching career with the Knicks, it's been through Julius Randle. And he had to look at his options to be like, well, if I if I bench Randle, that's a that's a long term. Oh, hold on. Oh, I'll I'll check out in a second. Um see, this is this is now I'm realizing how what happens to John and how well he works through the how, how he balances all the plates. Anyway, what I was saying, um, I see the the frustration that everybody has with Julius. But for like when Tibbs was going last year through Julius, when that's how the offense worked, none of us complained. And when it didn't look right for 20 games this year, you don't then pull the plug on what worked all of last season. Not yet, at least. You have to consider what your options are. People that want Julius benched for Obi. So if the rest of the league does what the Raptors did to Obi and they say, okay, we're just going to take away the rim from you and make you shoot threes, and he becomes a one from for six three-point shooter going forward, then you go back to Julius and it's like, well, wait a minute. Like, you just benched me? I, like, my confidence is completely shot after all of that? Um, yeah, I, I, I think you have to go with the options that you have that don't have long-term ramifications, worst case scenario. And look, Kemba being a constant pro because of opportunity has ended up back in the starting five. And hopefully this is a sign of good things to come. Um, but we'll see, you know, that's, that's going to be a knock on Tibbs' record. If Kemba comes back, at least nationally, those of us who were watching this team all year know there was 
a reason, a legitimate reason to try and shake something up. If that was the wrong move, you know, Tibbs isn't perfect. He's just, you know, I think an above average coach and we'll see what happens. A pinned comment. People who've been defending Tibbs all year must feel like real assholes now that Kemba showed out. Um, yeah, I wonder who that might be. Um, maybe maybe some casual basketball fans have been defending him all year, but you know, uh, we lo- we love them anyway and we appreciate them. Uh, Hush Zoo Grimes is Clay Thompson 2.0. Um that this text is meant to distract you. Thank you, John. It worked. Um, <laughs> Grimes is Clay Thompson 2.0. The most I've ever seen Julius smile. Need it to be Christmas every day. If this is the Julius we're going to get. Uh, if this is the Julius we're going to get. Also, perma braids. I 100% agree, Husky. Thank you. You're also a staple in here. Thank you for your contribution. Also to Vasilis Papas. Uh, contribution in Super Chat. We appreciate you. Um, let me go back up. Jeremy E. RJ is okay. So this is where a pushback on RJ slander. I, I knew this was coming. Jeremy E. RJ is coming back from being out two weeks after coming back from a stomach flu. RJ slander has been beyond excessive this season. He will get going. I let me clarify what I mean by that. I'm not saying. I'm part of the RJ slander in that like he's not good. He's like still got issues finishing out the room and always will. He's like should be benched. He should be on the second unit. What I'm saying is that he clearly achieved a lot of leash last season in that he started off struggled and then was able to um, figure it out and became a solid defender, a solid jump shooter from the corner. And like he was able to come into this season with, he was allowed to struggle again because that might happen. The issue is that now, like there was no Quentin Grimes last year to take his spot. There was no like four year locked up for Evan Fournier, you know, like there are other options where RJ now has to show some results. So that way, the front office, the coach can have reason to play him more. Now, look, I'm, I think he's going to play a lot, even if it's just in a different role going forward. But I think it's saying a lot that Quentin Grimes walked out of protocols and played one less minute than RJ Barrett today, including closing the second quarter with the starters. I'm not out on RJ. I don't think any realistic Knicks fan is. I think what you're going to see is if RJ is having another one of these three for 11 nights and one of eight from three, like he did today, Grimes is going to get his minutes quickly is going to get some of his minutes and there's going to be a shorter leash. So that's, that's a, I think a rational way to look at this rather than like just play RJ, he'll figure it out, which I do agree is like the way they should also be with him. Like don't trade RJ. Like he should be like, Oh, well, since we have Grimes, he's expendable. No, like, I think there is in the front office some recalibrating of what RJ Barrett means to this this team going forward. I think he's, I mean, realistically, he's had a rough season and we'll see what happens. Um, pinned comment. <sighs> Kevin Daniszewski, Andrew, wishing the best to your dad. Here's to a speedy recovery. I will end with a comment, with that comment at the end, but Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. And Jeremy, look, I'm not, I'm not yelling at you. I promise you, but I didn't mean to come at ag- aggressively at RJ. I just do think realistically, there's like three other, three, four, five other guys on this team that are also able to perform in his rotation spot, and it's why he has to figure it out soon, whether we believe he is or not. Um, okay, I think I successfully answered that question, Robert McGinley. Great way to start Christmas. Nothing on the game, but Merry Christmas to you, Macri, Jeremy, Chris, and the whole KFS family. Appreciate all of you. Um, Merry Christmas to you too, Robert McGinley. Pinned comment. Can we talk about how Mitch played? Um, so what do you want to talk about? He was uh, Mitch, Mitchell Robinson today. Four points, eight rebounds, two or two from the field. Um, I thought... I mean, he, I didn't think he played poorly. A lot of the things the Hawks did well today was like they shot a lot of threes, but like the Knicks, the reason the things they did well today were Kemba Walker and Julius Randle were able to kind of have a balanced attack on the offense. And the Knicks made a lot of threes. Um, 
I have no, I have no emotion or, or a take about how Julius Randle, how, excuse me, how Mitchell Robinson played today. Um, you know, he didn't play bad enough that I was ever worried about, about this team. Um, so solid. I think he's the starter going forward. Obviously, I don't think you're ever going to see Maryland Noel inserted into the starting five again. Um, A.E. Kennedy. Um, good to see some chemistry between Kemba and Julius. Grimes showing he can contribute to winning. This is the best I've seen a starting five has looked this looked since the first week of the season. Yeah, absolutely, uh, A.E. Um, A.E. Kennedy. Um, and that's what you want. Is it's not just that like Julius looked good. It's not just that Kemba looked good. It's that as a unit, the starting five got off to a hot start. That third quarter of doom actually turned into a positive, which is where, and I see you, Kevin Danishevsky, when it's like, I wish Julius was better. It's like, as a team, they looked better. And I think that's what you want to see. Collectively, they look good. So we'll see. Um, Kevin Danishevsky, your comment uh, once again in the super chat. Andrew, I got to balance everyone out. When things go bad, I notice positive. Then when negative, I pointed out positives post Nuggets game. Happy holidays, smiley face. Listen, if you did post post uh, point out positives post Nuggets game, which I'm sure you did, then I appreciate it. And then I appreciate you also bringing us down to earth after an overall good day uh, for the Knicks. Um, the Neils next door. We found the magic. Ah, oh, mic'd up, Julius. I didn't even think of this. Uh, the Neils next door. We found the magic with Julius. Keep him mic'd up, LOL. Okay, so we have a fourth candidate for which Julius, which is the reason that Julius Randall was good today. So it's braided Julius. It's national TV Julius. It's all-star game is open Julius. It's mic'd up Julius. Let's try and come up with a fifth. Um, Let's go with a fifth before we leave. So uh, I, I appreciate that. Well done, Neil's next door. Blood of Panta is in the chat. Uh, Obi's Avengers, free Obi. Man, Obi looked great today. 13 points in 14 minutes. As Listen, if... Okay. This might be breaking company line, but in games that aren't blowouts like today, I I would have been okay if, you know less Taj minutes and more Obi at the five. John, don't fire me. I know we stand Taj Gibson at this job. I I just would like to say that the man is 30 hundred years old. And if we could play Obi at his spot to see how it looks, I'd prefer that, which should all but clear up whether or not I still want to trade him for Colin Sexton. Um, okay. Rob Theluzma. Um, won't lie. Uh, sorry if I messed up your name, Rob, but thank you for your contribution. Won't lie. Thought Kemba was the problem, and I stand by that. Rob, same, and I agree. And I, I, I applaud you, and you know, we all are kind of eating some crow right now. However, he worked it out, and that's all that matters. Yeah, whether whether it's whether it is like an issue or, or an indictment on Tibbs or not just doesn't matter if it turns the season around. Like look across the street at the Hawks last season, like the first 20 or so games or 30 or so games last year, the Hawks were terrible. And then they changed the coach and all of a sudden their roster that everybody was criticizing is like, wow, that roster makes no sense. Wow. You went and got bogey and Gallinari and like John Collins has like issues with his contract extension and keeps throwing shots at Trey Young. And there was a clear reshuffling that needed to do. Now, I don't think the Knicks have to do anything that drastic, but like they went and benched Kemba. And then because he came back into the lineup, maybe, maybe this is where they figure it out. Let's, let's see what happens in two weeks. Let's see now that they're playing worse teams going forward. And Kemba is clearly back and a main part of the starting five. Let's see what this team looks like. Let's see them play well for two weeks. And then, like, Rob, we won't have to keep talking about how wrong we were. Like, look, what was all of last season? All of us saying how wrong we were about Julius Randle, you know? So let's hope that we can successfully have egg on our faces that way, the same way we are with Kemba this year. Um, John's comment. It is indeed. Andrew took this gig so I wouldn't be distracted from family time. Clearly, it's working. Yes, I yeah, I really hope that your your girls are having a good Christmas. John sent our little group chat a, a fun video this morning of the Macri 
ladies enjoying their Christmas. So shout out to, to all of you out there uh, celebrating with your families. Um, Junk Heart Athens. Merry Xmas from Greece. Ah, Merry Christmas for you in Greece. I This is where I'd be so very ignorant at the moment. But is it Christmas in Greece right now? I have no idea. But if it is, Merry Christmas. If not, happy Saturday. Uh, Julius just needs to get some shots. It's all in his head. He good. Love to see him having fun. If anybody says Kemba in a starter, I know this word. He is a Malacca. Yes, he is a Malacca. If anybody says Kemba isn't a starter, um, if he shoots three for 12 next game and they lose, I want him benched. Then, then I'm a Malacca, so we'll see. Um, let's see. Um, oh, also speaking of like KFS content, uh, Ben Ritholtz, newest member of Nick's Film School, is now going to start doing film coverage. We have film coverage, finally, here at Nick's Film School. If you'd like to check it out, we do threads, or he does threads, on the KFS Twitter account. That's at Nick, Nick Film School. I'm sure you all follow it. If you haven't already, it's below me. If you haven't seen it, if you need to figure out where to get to it, um, he does a thread probably once or twice a week, so you can see. And then I repurpose those threads on the channel. So if you can't follow along, you can just watch a four-minute video that that simplifies it. Really glad that we have been on the team. And then I'm sure you've noticed that our, if you are following us on Twitter, that our social media has been a little more active lately. He's anonymous, but we'll probably make it permanent because it's a temporary gig, but we'll probably make it permanent pretty soon. Um, so we won't say who it is, but shout out to the person that's been running our social media, which hopefully we get to announce in, in a couple weeks. Um, okay. Let's see. I think there's two more that I missed. Yep. Ronak Patel. Is Burks going to be the odd man out of the rotation with Grimes playing well and no chance of EF getting ousted? Burks feels like a trade piece. That's the thing. I don't think... I don't think they'll like bench Alec Burks. I think Grimes is going to play. It'll be interesting to see how expendable Alec Burks is because of his age, because of his contract. This is a conversation for John and Jerry, Jeremy tomorrow. Thank you for making me, giving me something to put on the rundown. Um, But I could see him being not the odd man out because I think he's obviously added some value to the Knicks. But a the centerpiece of a smaller deal. Like if they do go after Miles Turner, I don't see the Pacers doing like, oh, you threw in Alec Burks? Needs don't say anything more. Yes, we'd love to make this trade. Here's Miles Turner and a million dollars. Um, but I would I would like to think that there is a role for Burks on the team if he's still here, but that he may be the first that they start to look to to go away from. I think the the bigger thing, the bigger takeaway, Ronak, is that Quentin Grimes needs to play. Quentin Grimes needs to be part of this rotation going forward until he starts missing. You know, I say this in baseball all the time where like if a guy is like in part time duty is hitting like 400 or, you know, current current times has like a 900 OPS, like just play him until it's under 850. And then reevaluate. Like play him while he's hot. Right now, Quentin Grimes is is playing like a person that needs to be in the rotation. So you keep him in until until he isn't. Um, Kevin McEwen, good game today. You're doing a great job today. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. Merry Christmas to you. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
I'm caught up in the super chat. So let me see where we are on time. And let me just make sure I didn't miss anybody. Obi, I mentioned played 13 minutes, uh, played 14 minutes and had 13 points. Odio was a, a constant source of energy, as he mentioned. Um, I, I talked about Fournier. I talked about I talked about the entire starting five. Um, something called a Mooney played two minutes. Shout out to oh, that's I remember him playing. Um, yeah, I've talked about literally everybody that played today. Awesome. Oh, Taylor Hall too, one of John's stars of the game. Um, okay, so I will take a couple questions from the chat, and then I'm gonna say a little thing and then get out of here. Um, Drew, oh, Drew P. Uh, Kemba is a bad defender, but Mitch continues to play like he can cover a lot of his flaws. Oh, that's what you want to talk about, Mitch. So I will not lie and say that in the midst of Kemba looking great on offense the last couple of games, there is a completely other end of the floor that the Knicks have to find a way to hide him a lot of times. And like a lot of the things that went wrong down the stretch against the Wizards had to do with Kemba getting cooked and the teams take advantage of him being a smaller guard and a lot of, a lot of switching that the Knicks like to do, unfortunately being detrimental. Um, I agree, Drew, if Mitch is going to be able to make up for that, then that fixes a lot of their issues. So I agree with that. Um, let's see. Jonas Plout, it's not about RJ or Grimes. It's about RJ and Grimes. The more wings who are plus defenders who can shoot on the floor at once, the better. Yeah, I'm not, I want to clarify, not trying to trade RJ Barrett. I'm not just trying to say that the leash is shorter. That's all I'm saying. I think he has a very high ceiling. I think he's part of the solution. I just think results are now going to have to come rather than we can wait until they come. So we'll see. Um, let's see. Oh, but the Panther uh, dipped. Um, I'm off to shower and breakfast. Let's go, Knicks. We Merry Christmas, kids. Thank you, but the Panther, as always. Your boy Ben's Trey Turner. Uh, Trey turned into a superhero. That'll change a team. Um, yeah, I. What were they chanting about Trey in the fourth quarter? I missed it completely. I I was like getting ready for the post game, and I heard Vince Carter on the post game. Um, I up and down game for the half man, half amazing on the broadcast. Um, but uh, what were they chanting? Uh, they did they do the F Trey Young chants, and I missed it. I don't know. Regardless, I I will be. I'm realistic about the type of Hawks team that we saw today. They did say F Trey Young. Okay. Um. And look, say what you want about Trey. He's like playing at an all NBA level this year. So I'd be shocked if, uh, if that doesn't continue in the future when he gets back. Um, and he knows maybe it turns the season around for the Hawks and we're looking at a nine, 10 matchup Knicks Hawks. Although I'd like to hope that maybe this Kemba thing turns some things around and the Knicks jump a little higher. Um, let's see any movie questions guys, or can I get out of here? Oh, if Kemba is cooked on defense, will Tibbs shorten his leash? Uh, I think I don't think Tibbs will survive another shortening of Kemba's leash. Unfortunately, not that they'll ever fire him, but the PR hit that will come from like you did you benched him again? Are you kidding me, uh, Ursan? Did I see Spider Man? Yes, twice I have, and it might have might have given my family COVID. So I. I yes, I saw Spider Man twice. You can check out final reviews of the podcast that I host, Blue Wire. Um, <laughs> you could we did a re- final review, which um, is a deep dive look at uh, one specific movie from ten different top five categories. We did the original Spider Man with Tobey Maguire from two thousand two, and then two days later, we did a full spoiler review of Spider Man No Way Home, one of my favorite movie experiences ever despite some things that may have happened after. Um, okay. Uh, from at Nick's film school, why do you hate RJ? Um, what, why do you hate RJ? I turn that back on you, sir. What, why do you keep trying to put him in, in all these deals? Why do you think Tibbs hates RJ when he's clearly just making an offhanded comment that he was sick? Um, Jonas Plout. Oh, this is an easier one, unfortunately. So Jonas Plout asks in the chat, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, or Harry Potter. So here's what I'll say. Um, <laughs> John. 
So here's what I'll say. And I, it's come up, if, if you are a listener to Final Review, you've heard my take on this. The larger franchises from when I was a kid did not hit with me yet, at least. they like I was late to the Star Wars party. I was late to the um, Lord of the Rings party. Harry Potter would probably be my number one out of that, but I'm not... I don't have like... I don't cape for Harry Potter. I think those the books are better than the movies, which I think is the most pretentious thing you could say about a thing. But as somebody whose like parents loved all three of these things, um, I... I think I'll go personally Harry Potter, then I'll go, um, then I'll go Lord of the Rings, and then look the Star Wars thing is like, I respect Star Wars for what it is. I tried to get into Star Wars like hardcore the last, the last time the the new trilogy that came out when the Force Awakens came out, and we all were like, oh, what do you know? Star Wars is fun again. And then as I like tried to get in more with The Last Jedi. And it's like, hey, I have some takes. They're very lukewarm and I don't have like anything strong that I feel about this. Like both sides that were at war with each other attacked and it was like, okay, I will let you have your thing. So I'm just, I'm not not into those specific sci-fi franchises, but so I'll put Star Wars last while recognizing there is clearly a passion for that. The, it's like I've compared it a lot to when I try to talk hockey with hockey fans. And it was like, oh, the Rangers won. Great, right? And they throw all these advanced like, oh, you don't watch hockey. You need to please like my sport and this and that. And it's like, okay, I'll let you have your sport. and I will just watch hockey without saying a thing about it. Great. Um, do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? So again, Ursan, I host a pod called Final Review, as at Nick's Film Cool said. Please subscribe, rate, and review Final Review Pod. We just did Die Hard on Final Review for Christmas week. And I will spoil the end of the pod, but I encourage you all to go listen to it. Here's the thing about Die Hard that I found out from research. Not only when they were writing the script to that, were they getting notes from the studio that like the original draft was Christmas in LA and the studio as rewrites were happening, were like, do what you want, but make sure you keep the Christmas in LA storyline. So not only was it like made with Christmas in mind, but the movie industry has commercialized Christmas when it comes to what you think of Christmas. It's not like Christmas anywhere, but the Northeast and like the snow and red and green and Die Hard shows you like Christmas happens in LA too. Christmas happens where it doesn't snow, where the sun is up past seven o'clock. So not only is Die Hard a Christmas movie, it's an important Christmas movie to show all of us that Christmas happens other places too. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Please check out Final Review. Like, rate, and review. Um, okay. <laughs> Carl Sanford with a random RJ is horrific. Yeah. Can't win them all, can you? Um, oh, Kevin, Kelvin Lagoo. Le- no Way Home, the best Spidey movie or Spider-Verse the Goat? Spider-Verse is the... Uh, there's, it's going to be tough for anything to, to top it. Um, on, the, on the bonus review of Spider-Man No Way Home, I made it my number two. I think it's the second best Spider-Man movie ever, especially with what it does for all the cinematic versions of Spider-Man. Um, okay. I actually think I've successfully talked about not Nick's and about movies. You're welcome, Oz. I hope this is a good enough plug for final review. To Kevin's comment earlier, for those who missed it, my dad tested positive for COVID yesterday. And I've had a mix of emotions the last day, really the last 24 hours, because like on one hand, he's vaccinated. Omicron, as contagious as it is, is supposed to have milder symptoms. He sounds horrible. He doesn't have a fever. He just has a really, really bad cold and he gets really, really tired. And, you know, you're hoping that the science we've been told is that he's going to be fine. Like he's going to beat this, he's going to recover it, and it's going to be okay. And on the other hand, for those who might not know a little bit of my story, my uncle died of COVID early on in the pandemic. So, when you see another positive test in your family, all of those emotions go right back. So on behalf of my family, I just want to say thank you. 
A lot of people replied to the tweet I sent out yesterday. My dad was tagged in it. And while he was in bed, just kept liking all the different comments, um, wishing him well and wishing him a recovery. Um, it's tough because I think we're all kind of tired of this pandemic. And I think we're all ready to get past this. LeBron and his Instagram posts, like regardless of what the symptoms are, imagine being Carl Anthony Towns and the face of your league is comparing the disease that killed your mom to a cold. Um, I, I think there is room for empathy while also trying to grow with the new information that has come. And I think my dad has really calmed me down with it. Well, as tough as it, as it, as tough as it's been to be like the best thing I can do for you is not be anywhere near you. And he's like having Christmas like alone, like my mom and my brother are two rooms away and I'll, this is this is a testament to Pastor Hiram. I'm I'm annoyed we didn't see Pastor Claudio Zobihai in here, um, but this is a testament to him that the first thing he said when I Facetimed him yesterday, when I obviously got the news, was like, "Well, I gotta get a test for your mom, and I gotta test for your brother, and then we gotta make sure the church is covered because Christmas Eve service is tonight, and I gotta make sure the live stream is working." And it's like you're thinking about other people when you have COVID, and that's like the best example of like selflessness that I think is kind of an important message for this holiday. So um, thank you to everybody that's wished my family well. Thank you to everybody that's wished my dad well. Um, we're going to trust science here and, and trust that, that the faith that we have also goes a long way as well. To those of you that joined me for this very Christmas post game, have a Merry Christmas. Shout out to the Knicks for, for making us not sweat this one out. Good job by Randall, by Julius, by Julius Randall, by Kemba, by Quentin Grimes. John and Jeremy will be back tomorrow. Well, I guess technically Monday. We're recording tomorrow, our regular Monday episode. Um, and until next time, guys, thank you for watching. If you're listening on the podcast, please give us a five-star rating and a review. If you're watching this video now, please drop a like on the bottom. And if you have never done so, please subscribe as well. And last but not least... Um, Die Hard is indeed a Christmas movie. It's available on Peacock if you want to go watch it. And then head over to Final Review, a podcast that I host, and listen to our final review of the original Die Hard from 1988. Thank you for checking it out, guys. Have a very Merry Christmas, and we will speak with you soon. 